This is a Stand Up Labs production, powered by digital media. This is In The Conversation, man. We, we celebrated 10 years in the wild, a decade of dominance, a decade of independence. We celebrating uh, famous little people. And when you get famous, don't forget the little people. In The Conversation. For the end of conversation podcast with funny man Damian Lemon, crazy Dominican, you know, Vladimir, come on, yo, my cool man from the county of Dade, Ali Muhammad. Yeah, we are back. It is in the conversation. Yes, yes. This is Damian Lemon. Uh huh. You know, uh, on my right hand side. That man is not there. Would be Vladimir, come on, yo. That man is still in LA. Shooting his debut sitcom, but I will say this: I said that to say this. If you are in the Los Angeles area, check it out. You could actually go to the tape. It is taping on Thursday, so tomorrow it's gonna be he's gonna be filming that that pilot. And there's tickets available. Go to the In the Conversation Facebook page. There's a link there. You could check that out. No doubt. But as we move over here to my left hand side, yes, yes, y'all. I got Ali Muhammad in this. Nah, man. (laughs) Okay. Scaled it back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I ain't want to come out too crazy. Okay. Well, shit. I done said shit. I mean, it is what it is. Yeah, you know, they already done called me out for saying shit a lot. Is that what they do? I haven't seen (laughs) this. Somebody somebody said, uh, Ali said shit about 30 times. Oh, man. (laughs) Oh, man. They paying attention, man. Shout out to the listeners. No doubt. Shout out to the listeners. Shout out to the commenters. No doubt. With the opinions, you know what I mean. I like, I like that y'all be, you know, keeping the conversation going. Yeah, and that's the whole point, you know. Yeah, Keep I'm, the conversation going. They getting in the conversation. They in the conversation. They answering. They talking about the champ. We was talking about the champ. We yeah, had a little yeah. bit of champ talk. Somebody agreed yeah. with your vuv. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Your vuv. They move. had some on deck. My man had it on deck. Oh yeah, I think I saw something like yeah, that. He, he like shit, it's on deck right now. That's crazy, man. Shit, I'm about to pop something this weekend. Yeah. Celebration. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Well, hold on, hold on. Before you do that, let me just shout some people out, and I'm going to get right back to you. We're going to hold that cork. Hold that cork, yeah. (laughs) I just want to shout out everybody that came out to uh, Stand Up Scottsdale. It was a good time, man. We had some some listeners, some some in-the-conversationalists come through, you know what I mean? Show love. That was cool. Had a couple of repeat offenders, people that had been there since the last time I was there. That was okay. dope. You know, it was a good time, man. Shout out to uh to the whole stand-up Scottsdale, Howard Hughes, uh cat uh Andrew. I can't think of Andrew's last name. I think it's Adelet. I forget my bad. Andrew, he was uh he was featuring for me, my man uh Mike Turner. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? We had a good time out there. Shout out to DC. What you do out there? Uh, what did I do out there, man? I'm going to keep it funky with you. It ain't a whole lot to do, Miss Scottsdale. <laughs> you know what I mean? I did a whole lot of walking around. Like, it's not, I mean, it's uh, it's about day drinking. It's about, it's super, Day drinking? Oh, yeah, that's a day drinking city. Why? Because it ain't nothing to do out there. It's I mean, just, it's they just. They day drinking what? They day drink. It's a lot of like, what's the vibe in Scottsdale? Vibe, Scottsdale is very much. 
Arizona, but definitely Scottsdale is very much about retreating and relaxing, a lot yeah. of spa lifestyle, okay, a lot right, of right, right. by the pool, a lot of uh, eating, you know, I guess brunching, but not really, it's not really brunching, it's about day drinking. Right, go right, to this right. pool okay. and we going to have drinks and we just going to keep getting drunk until it's time to go, <laughs> whatever, we'll go to somewhere that's open to get drunk. You right, know, we'll right, go right. from the pool to the club, but right. it's like, it's a lot of people out there, it's kind of a wealthy a wealthy city, so it's a, and it's a lot of older people out right. there too. It's interesting. A lot of people do go out there to spa. Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a, that's pretty much, you know, the tone of the thing. It's very take it easy out there. And being from New York, every time <laughs> I go anywhere, I just try to explore, find out what's going on, what's the deal, and it's the tone out there is man, just just relax. Yeah, yeah, take it easy. <laughs> I'm out there walking because you know it's a driving city, and I'm you know it's like I'm not jumping in an Uber to go right down the block. I walk right down. I walk the block. Let me walk. Let me see. I like to explore. Let me see what this right. is about. There's flat streets and palm trees and heat. You know, it was cool though. You know, I had a good time. We you know bugged out on stage, had fun with the people. You know, they definitely come out. They come out to laugh and have a good time. But no you doubt. Know, that's about all I did out there. Yeah, I'm trying to think. Went to old Scottsdale. I mean, you know, it's like, it's, it is what, it wasn't much going on. I'm really trying to, you know, I was really trying to make something happen out there. Not much really went down, you know. Last time I went to Top Golf. Which is like a driving range with some day drinking. Is <laughs> get drunk and hit golf hey, balls. Man, get into this day drinking. Man. You know what I mean? Yeah, nah, I'm not a day drinker no more. First of all, with that heat, you need to be careful, right? Because that, and then if you a walk around cat like myself, you get day drunk and then try to walk back to the shit. <laughs> it could be a, a terrible situation. You know what I mean? It's just day, that dude day drinking. You go hard like that. Day drinking because you get caught up in the drunk and you don't. And it's something about just like these day parties. Right. It's something about being turned up and then looking at your watch and being like, "My man, it's only four o'clock." Right. <laughs> you are twisted and you are finished by seven p.m. You ready yeah. to go to sleep? I don't, I don't think my mind let me go too too hard in the daytime except for um. Miami or somewhere? Nah, we was nah when we was in Fam, they mm. had this one party at this at this spot called Faces. Okay. And Faces was a little it was a little hole in the wall type of joint, but it was like right down the street from campus, right right down the hill. Yeah. And um, <clears throat> and it was famous. It was like an older place, so like when you're a freshman or a sophomore, you'll just hear all the older cats mm-hmm. going to Faces. You right. don't really get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then by the time you get to like junior senior year. You part of that, and you are you all the way in. You it's get a it. whole different culture. It's, it's you all the way in. Like so, basically Friday, Friday. I when you come to school Friday, if you got afternoon classes like I did, I never really dealt with the morning classes. This guy, you know what I'm saying? You talking about as a junior or never in college? No, nah, just as a like, like never in college. Really, I had some morning classes, but I tried to have. I had more of the afternoon track. All right. You know what I'm saying? Like some classes they only give you and offer it in the morning. Right. So you had yeah. to you had to fuck with it. But other than that, I'm trying to deal with the two o'clock. Yeah. Three o'clock. I okay. finish up by five. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So basically you come to campus dressed ready to go to the happy to hour. To the club. So you go there. As at, opposed to coming through in pajamas and sweats, which is a whole nother college lifestyle. Yeah, nah, nah. You you come ready. Okay. You come ready. 
Because, you, you know, son, you had to kind of dress up to go to this spot. Right. And then uh, 5 o'clock, they opened up, uh-huh. like 5 p.m. Yeah. It might have been 4.30, okay. some shit. So you, you leave straight off the yard. Man, you go up in there, man. They made the drink so damn strong and potent. Mm-hmm. You get two for one. Mm. So by six o'clock, you twist it. What you drinking? What, yeah, what's the drink? Whatever, blue iced teas, okay. Long Island iced teas, which is nothing but rum and vodka just, and all. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't a beer situation because you know what I'm saying you want to get the two for one, so you going for the the gusto. It's like a booze cruise, exactly. Okay. So by my, by six o'clock, everybody in that bitch is turned. Twisted and turned, and yeah. you know what I'm saying. It's it's Florida, so you already know what the dance situation is all about. Yeah. And then you know what I'm saying. Then you got the people who come in a second wave that come in right about eight o'clock. Mm-hmm. But if you got that five, you done. Yeah, it's over eight, for you. You done. You you, you, you like. I'm out this bitch. It's too much. That's what I'm saying. I'm out this bitch. It's a different type of planning for that. You know what I mean? You plan to go there to be twisted by Exactly. And then uh, you also got to tie in the fact that when you're in college, it's also about a deal. It's also about getting as drunk as you can for as little <laughs> exactly. spend. You're like, yo, I'm fucked up over $20. Exactly. I'm done. And that's what it was all about at face. They knew it too. Mm-hmm. They had that shit going. Yeah. That was like a rite of passage going to faces. Oh, faces. Interesting. So anyway, man, I, I definitely speaking about uh I guess drunk celebrations or just celebration. I I I shut you down when no, you was yeah, about yeah, to pop you your cork. You ain't shut me down. I what you what you celebrate? Popping off. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Pause. <laughs> what are you celebrating though? Oh man. <laughs> that was crazy. Oh man, we're celebrating, man. Ten years of being on my own entrepreneurship, no job, no boss. Ah shit. Round of applause. Yeah, I man. Yeah, man, I hear ah, shit. saying that shit like it was easy. <laughs> that shit wasn't easy. Did a that decade shit ain't though. Easy. Talk to the people. Yeah, you know I'm saying, you know. What have you learned? Shit. You learned to be ready for anything. You know what I'm saying? You learn, you know what I'm saying? You got a plan. But you learn that a lot of times that plan don't work out how you want. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And you, you had to be free. You had to be flexible enough to to adjust and switch. You know what I'm saying? And over time, over time, you get it. You know what I'm saying? You get it. You go in with your plan. But like now, I'm able to switch and move and adapt and move and groove. And you know what I'm saying? I move a lot faster than I used to. You know what I'm saying? Because in the beginning, because you're thinking a lot. You're thinking like, this is what I want to do. This is my vision and shit. Mm-hmm. And Being you, precious you know about the moves. You, yeah, you go out there, and you, you know what I'm saying? You're you pushing your issue, and if it don't work, you know what I'm saying? It takes you a longer time to regroup mm-hmm. because you you put all your energy into this is how it's going to be, and this is how I want it to be. Mm-hmm. But uh, that ain't always how it go. How'd you learn that? What was the first? Yeah, you get punched us- in the motherfucking face. <laughs> Blah, blah. Yeah. You, know you lose a lot of money. You know what I'm saying? You you know what I mean? You come up in situations where, where shit. You know what I'm saying? You put a lot of money into something you thought it was going to go one way, and that shit don't go that way. And you lose a lot of money. You just like, shit, nigga. <laughs> what was the worst and best experience of these last 10 years being independent? The worst. Versus losing a lot of money. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, I, I you know I jumped out. I started the magazine, 21st Century Hustle. Uh-huh. And, um, you know, we put a lot into it. Um, and, and 
you know, we came into a situation where we spent a lot of money on an issue that wasn't that I agreed with somebody that it wasn't going to come out because of some legal things that was going on. And um, and that somebody, the agreement was, okay, we don't put it out, you know what I'm saying, I'll pay you for the loss and shit, you know what I'm saying, we keep it moving. So then, oh, they didn't want the person, so wait. So wait. I had somebody on the cover yeah. that, uh, that was in a situation where he had never told his story, it was, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, so it was a big story for us. And... He, um, his partner had got cased up in some like old mm-hmm. dope situation, the dope charge. Okay. And it was one of his homeboys, you know what I'm saying, probably one of his partners, you know what I'm saying, I don't know the, the, the extent of the relationship, but he had just got cased up. And so he was like, yo, you know what I'm saying, it ain't a real good time for me to be on the cover of a magazine, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, because, you know, it's a lot, lot going on. So I'm like, you know, <clears throat> I feel you. <laughs> but I'm saying I I'm, I'm like I'm like twenty five thousand in. This like, is already it's been pressed up, printed, and all of that. I'm I'm it's at the printer now, Oof. and it's, I'm at the printer now. Uh, so I got t-shirts and shit with the shit. You know what I'm saying? I'm all out in Vegas, right, all star. Right. So you know what I'm saying? We had a conversation, like you know what I'm saying? He, he like you know get back, let's meet up. You know what I'm saying? I I take care of you, make it blah blah blah. Woo, woo, woo. So okay. While I was out there, you know what I'm saying, I made a pivot because I seen somebody and I arranged another cover. Yeah. So, all right, boom, all we got to do is kind of like switch the cover and change the theme a little bit. So, you know, I, I found somebody else I could do a cover on, so I started spending money doing that cover. Mm-hmm. So, so you now you, you're doing the math. It's like I'm 25 in on the other issue. Even now, if it hadn't printed? Nah, but it's at the printer now. You uh, can't take it off the press. But I thought you were doing an audible with the printer, no? I'm doing an audible with the cover. That's only that's only four pages. All right, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, but I'm okay. So so, but you got to do another another shoot. Oh, uh, shoot costs money. Right, 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 right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So yeah. now you got to do another shoot. You got to write another story. You got to pay another writer. Right. You know what I'm saying? You got to do you know a lot of costs. Yeah. So that's you know it's another you know what I'm saying three grand that you you putting out. Right. So now you at about twenty eight. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, so we're supposed to meet up, okay, nigga, take care of the 25. It, you know, it ain't go like that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It ain't go like that at the time. I mean, over time, it finally did happen, but it was months later. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm just, yeah. Yeah. That's the worst. <laughs> so, you know what I'm saying? <clears throat> yeah. So, you know, that that was lesson one, you know what I'm saying? Uh, you know, shit, you know. <laughs> Keep your friends and your business completely separated mm. <laughs> as far as that's concerned or not just, you know I don't feel like I made the wrong decision. I just felt like, you know what I'm saying, I I, I enforced the decision too early. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You know, if it wasn't going to happen at that time, it should've, I should have just pulled pulled the trigger on, on going with it. Going with the cased up cat? Yeah. If you want to go handle that side of the business, you know what I'm saying? Oh, well, you didn't know that. Right. You didn't know that the cat was... So you felt like you kind of put yourself out there, I, protected somebody. And not protected myself. Yeah, damn. So, so that was a good lesson to learn. Yeah, it's an expensive yeah, lesson. It was an expensive lesson that you learn early, but you know what I'm saying? It's very expensive, which, you know what I'm saying, puts you in a bad place with the distributor, puts you in a bad place with the printer, puts you in a bad place with the shipping. Because mm. now, you know what I'm saying, all this shit is it's go together. Right. So, <clears throat> so boom, we you know, we pivoted off that, you know what I'm saying? And and moved in other directions. But, you know what I'm saying, the 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 best part about the whole shit was Figuring out the problems, you know what I'm saying. So when you do get in a situation like that, 
you know, your first inclination is to be like, oh shit, it's all over. The, the sky's falling. I'm we going I'm gonna just die right here. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like this, I fucked up everything. You know yeah. what I'm My wife gonna leave me. You know what I'm saying? This is your, your conversation is like I done fucked everything up. Yeah. How do you spin out of that? You know that? what I'm saying? So so really, you know what I'm saying, you had to do the, you know, the proverbial slap yourself in the face, like nigga, you know, snap snap out this shit, man. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like you got a you got a problem. You right. gotta fix it. You right. know what I'm saying? So now it becomes math. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? It becomes math is life. Like you working with an equation. Like, okay, this variable right here didn't work. You know what I'm saying? Let me try something else in that, you know what I'm saying, in that variable. So you trying to get to the end result. And the best part is once you start figuring it out and that shit start working. Mm-hmm. And you're like, oh, okay, shit. If this happens, shit, all you got to woo, woo, woo. And put that there. And you know what I'm saying? And you know, once you start learning your, you know, the rhythm of the business and the rhythm of how you get your money, because mm-hmm. it ain't like where you got a job description and somebody tell you you do this and you right. make your money. You got you got to figure out okay, how you gonna get it? You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? So, in the beginning, you know, you chasing after the magazine. We switched to you know, what I mean, we switched to other things. You chasing big shit. You know what I'm saying? Because that's you used to doing deals. So you're like, okay, I'm gonna do big deals. Mm-hmm. And and while you doing them, then you start to realize, oh shit, you could do big deals mm-hmm. and and be broke as fuck. Yeah. Because big deals take longer to finish and take longer to pay. And it's probably more <clears> that you're putting out. And you're spending more time on them. So, why you, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I found, you know what I'm saying? I call, them, I call it the T Mobile theory and shit, where I find myself in a situation where I got $50,000 in invoices out mm. and $20 in the bank. Mm-hmm. And two days before the T Mobile gonna get shut down. Damn. The T-Mobile theory. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> Shit so, become a theory when it gets scary. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Hell yeah. So Man. you got 200, you got you got to pay T-Mobile 200, you uh-huh. got $20 and $50,000 due. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. So I started thinking to myself, I'm doing this wrong. You know what I'm saying? Because I used to, you know, when you in the wild, you you finding these different places to work at. And my homeboy, he had a um, coffee shop. And I could I could see him every day. He might not make a lot of money, but every day he gave himself a chance anytime he opened right. the door to make money. Yeah. So I'm thinking like, shit, man, I don't have nothing where I could, you know, just do today and get two hundred dollars. As you call the daily bread. You know what I'm saying? I don't have no daily bread plan. You know what I'm saying? I got big plans. I got big but I got, you know, deals out there. Right. And <clears throat> I got no daily bread plan. So that's what I just worked on. Like, okay, that's how we ended up getting on t- to the production side of doing the video. Mm-hmm. Because while we was doing branded content and you got big deals out there, you had this equipment that you could make daily bread with just by doing the production company. And um, once once that got going, you know what I'm saying, you realize, you know what I'm saying, you don't turn your nose down that shit. You know what I mean? Not You, you might not do certain things, but... Shit, if you got five hundred here, seven hundred mm-hmm. there, twelve hundred here, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, that shit add up. At the end of the month, you like, oh shit, I ain't even sweating. I ain't sweating the corporate people with the sixty day wait. Right, you know what I'm saying? Right, because your daily shit is being you know taken care of with these you know smaller deals. You learned how to adapt in the wild. In the wild, it's like being a house cat and then going into the wild. You gotta start killing shit. Yeah, you gotta start killing shit. And you look like prey today. Yeah, that's crazy. You know what I'm saying? So you got to understand, like you got to eat, and you can't always wait to eat. Yeah, 
<laughs> I eat now. I you eat. eat now. Immediately. So, and then you can't force people to pay you quicker than the system allows them to pay you. You yeah. might get it off a couple times, uh-huh. but that's not going that's not gonna work every time. You're not gonna be able to force the big ad agency to pay you on, you know what I'm saying, right now, up front. Okay. Well, let me ask you this, because I still want to get to what was your best part of this. Okay. But I want to ask no, you this. Go ahead. Oh, that was the no, best, no, go ahead, figuring go ahead. it out? Yeah. But, okay, now, I just want to ask, now, at what point and how do you avoid feeling desperate out there? Because, you know, shit is looking crazy and it don't look like, you know, you yeah. got you, you have uh, legitimate concerns, financial no concerns. But you still gotta go to market with a with a, with a poker face with, a, with your chest out. Yeah, you know what I'm but you know what I'm saying that's when you have to rely on who you know you are. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Okay, like, talk about that. Like I know I know myself to win. I know myself to do deals. I know myself to get out there and be able to make moves and you know what I'm saying and and make shit happen. I I, I can make magic. I know that. So when you get in the situation, you <laughs> might feel like picking up that phone. Like hey hey hey, hey man. Can you go ahead and send me that money, man? Right. But at the end of the day, you rely on the fact that, okay, I know I could win. You know what I'm saying? Let me get on this horn and make some moves. You know what Mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Let me, you know what I'm saying? And sometimes the shit is beyond your control. You know what I'm saying? That shit be in God's hands. You know, sometimes you might get down to the wire and just like, you know what? Let me take a walk. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Some of you just follow your instinct. I'm going to take a walk. Because one time I was down to the low. And I was like, man, let me take this walk, man. I just walked outside, I'm walking through the sty, and I ran into a couple of people that that I knew. They was um, Hunter's sister was riding their bikes through Bad Sty. They didn't even live in Bad Sty. They're like, oh, what up? Sat and talked, and was talking through something. And they were like, oh, you know what? I might need you on something. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? And boom, I closed a little Citibank deal right there, just off of just off a walk, just being outside. <laughs> you know what I'm oh, saying? God, you yeah. know what I'm saying? It's take like, a walk, son. take a walk, man. <laughs> You know what I mean? Let's go get this money. And and boom, you in you Woo. and see when it and when it show up, you know. Yeah. You know when it Absolutely. show up. So you just gotta have yourself you, you know, your game on point that when it show up, you ready to take advantage on it. You know, when the prey come peeking out the damn brush, you know how the motherfucking jump jump over there and uh spear that <laughs> shit. Claw that shit to death. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man. You know what I'm so the best time so, of ten years was what? The best, best moment. The best moment is now. You know what I'm saying? Where shit is working. You know what I'm saying? You in a good place. And and a lot of times I felt like, you know, sometimes you might you might have an idea mm-hmm. and then you might be a little early on the idea because the shit ain't really there. You just idealistic about it. Mm-hmm. But the business not really there yet. Like right now with what we're doing, I feel like the business is here. Like mm-hmm. the shit is has it has gotten to a point where digital content is the play where you see all these different companies investing in it. You, CNN just put twenty million in it. Vice just got a hundred million dollar valuation. Uh, Warner Brothers just gave LeBron and and um, and uh, Bleacher what is that Bleacher Report? He owns Bleacher Report. No, 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 no. He got they got a little channel. I think it's Bleacher <laughs> Report, but they have a channel that they gave Warner Brothers gave LeBron and Bleacher Report fifteen million dollars to. To create this channel, mm. just digital content of NBA players, of athletes, you know what I'm saying, without having to go through the media. They just doing their own 
content. Okay. Speaking of things, it's called unfiltered or some shit like that. Uh-huh. But it's just digital content is the play right now. Right. And we right here and it's a good time. You know what I'm saying? And that's 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 the best. Because uh-huh. it ain't we ain't never been like that. It's always been like you either ahead or late. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You're too too early or down that shit already crowded. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like right now we've been in it long enough and the shit is coming to kind of full culmination and we right there we prepare we know what to do your shop has been set up so you good shop is set up and the system is going so that's that's the best shit when you you know you figure out a problem shit you see in your head start to come together and you in position to take advantage of it that's 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 what i think it is you know what i'm saying and you know out of all of it man you realize that the only thing that bring you down the only thing that that slows you up brings you down stops you from getting it is fear yeah, absolutely. <clears throat> That's, That's it. real talk. Any any situation that I found myself in where it was a problem, it was that was a problem because of fear. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. When you lose when you lose that kind of money, oh, you're out your own motherfucking pocket, and shit ain't going your way. You scared to go in your pocket? You like, God damn, get huh? your hand off my. <laughs> you know what I'm nah, real. I can't, man. Shit, I don't know. I don't know, dog. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and the fear feels so real, but it's it's fear. Yes, and and tip and perspective is on the other side of that action. If you right. just face the anxiety and go through that fear, you turn around and and look at damn, I was afraid. To, you know, yeah. it's a different, but it's it's you could only get that by facing your fear and going through it. Right. And that perspective is so crystal. <laughs> right. That you almost feel ridiculous, like goddamn! I was, I was, tri- I was scared as fuck. You was tripping, man. You this, was tripping, player. Yeah, man. They don't tell you that shit. Nah, nah. It's but, scary the whole way. Yes, yeah, it's, it's every day could be. Hell yeah, every day is a win or a motherfucking catastrophe. Yeah, <laughs> but I think that's how you. That's the the, the great win is too learning how to deal with the catastrophe. Learning right. how to. Keep like just how to to be clutch and how to stay cool and not to mm-hmm. to to fucking melt down, nah, you yeah. know when it's when it's looking. Oh, cause see the the, the thing is is that panicking. The thing is is that when you got in my situation, you got the real CEO, your wife looking at you, and then the three <laughs> kids is hungry. And then I'm saying they got questions, and you know what I'm saying. Yeah. You got to be able to you you got to be able to be cool under that pressure. You know what I'm saying. Get you, your Barack Obama you, on. You got to be all the way. You got to be have your your State of the Union address ready at yeah. on on tap. Because uh-huh. they might call that shit in at any night. Can't get <laughs> ruffled by no questions. You know what I'm saying. Good question. Let me explain. <laughs> you know what I'm saying. They call. Can we talk? That can we talk? Uh, you gotta have your state of the union ooh. ready to go. <laughs> your talking points on deck because your fear. Everybody fee- feels your fear. If, if you if you got the fear, they gonna feel that shit and they gonna know. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They gonna respond. So the biggest thing is is to be able to stand strong through that shit. And if you do have any kind of fear, that shit is after everybody go to bed. <laughs> <laughs> you walking around pacing the motherfucking floor like shit. Hilarious. Fuck yeah. we gonna do. <clears throat> you know what I'm saying, but if you're out there, you know what I'm saying. You're thinking about doing this shit. You know what I'm saying. It that the the first step is to overcome the fear of leaving a comfortable situation. 
Be ready to be uncomfortable. I always exactly. tell people that. Be ready to be uncomfortable for a bit. Because the first part of it going to feel real great after you make the first step. It's going to be, it's going to feel good. It's going to be like, shit, I did it. Fuck all y'all motherfuckers. I'm yeah. about to get it out here. You're going to get all them, all that love. Look at you. you know living your dream. And then <laughs> doing that, your thing. Then that, that second wave of bills after your savings is gone. Ooh. The second wave of bills come. I ain't realized the rent was so high. <laughs> God damn. Shit. What you what you want for the, the electric bill is how much? Shit. <sighs> Never paid that no attention. Yeah. What really gets you out here in these streets though be lunch. When you first starting, uh-huh. And and you don't really have your system together. And you know, you you know, when you got a job, you oh, go you're to, you trying go to, lunch. to still have a T and E lunch. Yeah, you you still trying to have lunch. Like you hungry, you out in the motherfucking streets, yeah. you gotta eat. So you gotta eat before you leave. <laughs> shit. Okay. Two two months after you start looking at your shit after two months of eating lunch in the wild. Yeah. <laughs> you like, fuck. Go buy you some cereal. <laughs> some milk. Be good to the motherfucker uh, before that, you leave the house. That lunch budget to get you in the beginning. Uh, <laughs> get your ramen game together. Oh, man. Lunch is a luxury, dog. Lunch and cabs. You know what I mean? For a while, when I was struggling, I was like, listen, if you see me in the back of a cab, that, that's like the equivalent of seeing me in the back of an ambulance. It was a, a fucking problem. Something. It was a disaster. You had to get that. This shit is expensive. But it's beautiful, man. You got to... Mm-hmm. Congratulations, man, a decade. I appreciate that, man. That's big, man. That's big. Appreciate it. When you're running your own business, you're bound to be busy. Too busy. Too busy worrying about your budget. Too busy scheduling appointments. Too busy to build a website for your business. And because you're too busy, it has to be easy. And that's where Wix.com comes in. With Wix.com, it's easy for you to create your stunning website. Go to Wix.com and create your website today. It's easy and free. That's Wix.com. Hey guys, it's Jeremy Roenick here. Are you a hockey fan? Do you like interviews with some of the biggest names in sports? Then we are the podcast for you. It's the Roenick Life Podcast with J.R. and Jaffe. Join me and Billy Jaffe each week as we give you our takes and opinions on the NHL and just about everything else in between. We'll talk hockey a lot, but we even may dip into other sports, politics, and entertainment. Nothing is off limits. It's Ronick Life Podcast with JR and Jaffe. New episodes publish every Tuesday morning. Find us on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, TuneIn, and we are now on Spotify. Don't miss it. Speaking of calm under pressure, though, did you see that fucking Villanova game? Shit, man. I almost forgot about it, but I did catch that second half. Oh, word? I yeah, totally I, forgot about it. Uh, yeah, I had got, it on YouTube. I got to working and shit, and then um, somebody texted me like, yeah, Yo, you watching this game? I'm like, oh, shit. I heard it was one of the greatest games of all time. Yeah, I was glad I caught it. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah, yeah that shit, man. That shit, was, that shit was dope. I thought, you know what I'm saying, for a second, I thought Villanova was about to run away. And then, and then shit, UNC came back, go huh? To the, go to the kitchen for a few minutes, and then shit, that shit back up. They back down just by two. Mm. I'm like, oh shit, they gonna make a run out of this. I seen they had Michael Jordan about his seat. Jordan, Jordan, you know, he was rooting. Of course. You know what I'm Joe never see him really get too committed to it. Anything outside of Jordan type shit. No doubt. You know, that was yeah. Yeah, he, he was there. Front, he don't even usually be in the crowd like that. He be disappeared in a box. It's, that's or some what I'm shit. saying. Yeah, just set himself up for the Jordan meme on slot. <laughs> <laughs> Great positioning. So my man caught the ill buzzer beater at the end. Yeah. So first, you know what I'm saying. North Carolina came down, caught a mean one and too. Caught right? a mean. You know what I'm saying. Four seconds left. 
<clears throat> three pointer, double clutch, double pump clutch, right? Shot, right? You know I heard what I'm that he probably couldn't do again if he tried mm-hmm. ever in life. Yeah, he did it when he needed to do it. <laughs> he though. did that shit like <laughs> he needed that shit. Then the other cat Jenkins, yeah, hit the dagger. Yeah, he. But the, the crazy part about his shit is, first of all, I don't. I haven't been following college basketball this yeah. year. You know what I'm saying? I don't know nothing about none of the players. I know I none of that. I ain't know nothing about Chris Jenkins. I know him now. But you, when you see him running down the court, he just he looked like you know he almost looked like a fat boy. They call him. <laughs> he said he was too fat for the um for the the team. They call him the fat guy on the team. You know what so I'm I read about. That. He looked like a cat that was at the park, like, like an <laughs> old maybe like an old Robert Trailer. Remember Robert Trailer in Michigan? Nah. Robert Trail, remember Robert Trail? He was a big man. I think they used to call him like truck or some shit like that. Right. He was kind of fat with it. But right. back in the day, the fat cat always had the wicked jump shot because right. they, they, they not running. <laughs> but at the park, though. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> not at, you know what I'm saying, NCAA, you know what I'm saying, uh-huh. championship. Yeah. So he, 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 he kinda, I thought, you know what I'm saying, I thought he was like a, a big forward or something. When I'm, I see him calling for the ball. I'm like, what the fuck he calling for the ball? Yeah. I don't know nothing. Uh huh. Oh man, smooth step right into that shit. He ain't even he ain't even get excited. It was just, it's just hit that shit like yeah, man. everyday shit. That's what I do. And then when you see all the after mm-hmm. the after conversation, he known for that. He known for that. He known for that. I'm like, right there. Like that's his shot. That's what the fucked up thing about that though. There's a couple different things we're gonna talk about that whole shit. Um, the interesting thing about it, first of all. I was in the barbershop, and there's uh shout out to my man Coach. This is this one cat. He coaches all of the like, <laughs> like the high school, a lot of the high school players, and you know up in Harlem and the Bronx. Okay. Like he's a, he's but he's been in the game forever, so he right. he's a coach, coach. Like right. he love that shit. He got that sports passion. Right. So we go up and he's talking about the whole shit. First of all, he's talking about how UNC's defense just collapsed. Right. Like the dude, they didn't make him pivot or nothing. He basically just basically walked the ball up. Straight up the middle of the court, right, and then pulled a little screen when he passed it to Jenkins, right, and nobody was, and everybody know Jenkins is money behind the the arc, and nobody was there. I think wait, what he was saying was a lot of people that team probably was playing for overtime because they well, figured it couldn't. Uh, well, they probably was playing for the two because they didn't need a three. They only needed a but they only needed to make a shot. Uh, so they probably was getting back to prevent. A lob or, you know what I'm Because it was somebody under the bucket. Right. So they probably was getting back for the lob, and he kind of trailed behind. He's trying to kind of trail back. Right. And then step right into that shit. Yeah, that shit was lit. And then the other thing was there's, like, video of the coach, of uh, Villanova's coach. They was like, Villanova's coach was cool as hell. Like, as as the buck, after he shot, after Chris shot, the ball is still in the air. Mm-hmm. The Villanova coach, if you watch the replay, the Villanova coach turns and starts to walk over to the bench basically to say, yo, good game, but we had to body y'all. Like that, it was that clutch. Right. That's banana. He probably know. He's like, oh, yeah. Oh, that's that right there. That's, yeah. that's money right there. I see it. I see that. Let me ask you this. Is the three-pointer hotter than the dunk right now? I you feel know, like it know, is. Steph Curry done came and changed the game. Yeah, I was going to start to jump in there, but I was watching a – I don't watch basketball, really. I don't really pay attention to Me neither, to it. brother. But I'm watching a – it's like a three-minute clip of Steph Curry hitting 10 three-pointers right. in one game, including the game winner in overtime. And yeah. it's like, man, that looks cool, watching him do that. It's bananas. Yeah, Steph, Steph changed the whole the whole game. You know what I'm saying? Definitely changed the game. You know, so, I mean, even the kids, like the younger kids now, it's still – it's translated down to where, you know – 
even AAU high school ball, they the crowd want to see the three. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Because the three got so much suspense to it, right? And you know, know who else made it popping? Who got it going though? Who? KD. KD, okay, KD, yeah, he got he got a nice jump. KD three when he came when he came to New York and he hit them sixty three points. Most all of them was yeah. And so every time he went to to put up the ball, she was like, Ooh! yeah, Ooh! yeah, 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 yeah. You know what I'm saying like KD had got it going because he had a smooth little three, but that Steph Curry shit is like magic. That means like a fucking three ninja. It feel like the the dunk. They don't even they don't even uh, cover that no more. <laughs> The three, the three is, and the three used to be the white man shot. Right. That was a good Stockton, Larry Larry Bird, Bird, you know. (laughs) Now that shit is that. But it's always, it's always had some flair to it. It's always, because again, it's the drama of if it's going to drop or not. You got that at least one or two seconds of that shit, especially if you somebody that that do the three and your shit got a high arc. Mm -hmm. It's in the, like you could watch the whole crowd's head like follow the ball and if it's a buzzer beater it's right. it don't get no more dramatic than that you and, know and then i don't think the dunk you know they have done different dunks like in the in the wild they have innovated the dunk yeah. you know what i'm saying like the competition dunks and stuff like that but in a game you know the dunk really hasn't been innovated like jordan broke the mold on dunking because the way he made that shit look. Look so effortless. You know what I'm saying? That shit looked so smooth. He just changed the whole right. dunk. You know what I'm saying? Like the whole air take flight shit became a whole nother thing. Yeah. Like, you know, now it's still back to just slamming hard just or, you know what I'm saying, women. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and then Steph come with that. You know, he just made the shit look so sweet. You shoot that bitch from anywhere. Just running. I don't even I don't even hardly remember seeing his balls hit the rim. You know what I'm saying? Just, yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> like <laughs> one that statement in the truth. <laughs> I'm not talking about you know what I mean. You know I already know what the fuck I'm talking about, man. I'm a grown ass man, man. Got to be taking my words back and all that shit. You young buck, you know what I mean? Nigga balls don't hit the rim, okay? <laughs> Say it again. <laughs> anyway, man. So let me, let me, so this is something I saw, though. <laughs> Set up the Stay Woke Challenge. Oh, well, what we got this week? So the Stay Woke Challenge for this week, man. So Chris Jenkins made that buzzer beater, right? Money. Money. Now, put the game in folklore of, of NCAA basketball. As I said, I didn't watch the, the game. I was out. I was performing, so I didn't even get to catch it in in um real time. In real time, so I came to the you know I came to the, the aftermath and and got into it. But when I went on the um I went on the 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 good internet, went to New York Times, NewYorkTimes.com, and I saw. That the story that they were doing was before the shot came the pass. (laughs) (laughs) Basically, and that shit wasn't even no good pass. It was a regular ass pass. (laughs) That shit was a dump off. It was almost like a a a a pitch, a football pitch. It was a flea flicker. (laughs) But dude, there's at least fifteen hundred words on NewYorkTimes.com saying before Chris Jenkins shot, there was Ryan. Archie Dacanos, the white guy, mm-hmm. his pass. <laughs> and they, and, they, and there's a huge story about this shit. And it's like, come on, this is a reach. As a I, I think they had the damn story about the kid already prepped up because he's supposed to be good or whatever. Supposed to be good. He's a senior. Well, right. this is the thing. They saying 
as a senior, back, this is the last game as a senior. Right. Typically, you supposed to take the shot. That's that's just that's just off a of GP. Most nine times out of ten, a senior say, "Fuck it, it's my last attempt. I'm gonna take it for better or worse." <laughs> also, to give you some context, uh, and to go back to your thing about fear, is something we could also discuss. He uh, in the in the in the huddle. The lead scorer of the team, who's like supposedly very imposing, six eleven. He's very, you know, he's the authority of the team. Mm -hmm. He he told Arch, he was like, "Yo, you better take that shot. You taking that shot? Don't pass the ball." Mm -hmm. And you know, huh. and I don't know if Arch felt like shit. Arch know my man is money. <laughs> he know you you don't get in that situation and pass the ball to to none money. Do you just think that he also knew he was going to get some coverage at the times either way? Just because. Just white privilege. Just white privilege. Like, listen, man, let me go ahead and help this this young minority kid out, help him by. Right, uh, you know what I'm saying? No, nah, I'm joking. Well, you know, because there, there was the other story to where Chris Jenkins was basically, he, he his mother let him live with another family. They, they officially adopted him. And the, his brother from that family plays for North Carolina. Oh, wow. So they I was playing at the same time. Uh, and um, so, hey. you know. His, Somebody got to go. So the mama there with, you know, both day jersey on, you know oh, what I'm saying? Okay. Like his, you know, her real son on the front, her, her uh -huh. adopted son on the back, like, you know uh, what I'm okay. saying? So <clears throat> when they talked to the brother after the fact, you know what I'm saying? He was like, you know, it hurts more that it was him, you know what I'm saying? It was going to hurt, but you know what I'm saying? Now I got to hear about this, you know, oh, that, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Forever, you know what I'm saying? But, you know what I'm saying, the shot that he got, that's that's like a layup for him. That's he his was like, shot. That's, that's him yeah. all day. So, you know, in the story that the New York Times wrote, and they were saying that he was calling for the ball. He was right. calling for it, mm -hmm. and you could see him running down the court. I don't see how nobody from North Carolina got on him because he calling for the saying. ball. That's what Coach said all the way down the court. Yeah, and you know, I guess he said something to the fact of man, you already know. Yeah. Easy. And you knew it was easy by the way he reacted. He ain't smile. He ain't jump up and down. Light work. Man, he was like, yeah, I thought y'all already knew what this was. This is all day. <laughs> Every day. This is the longest I've talked about sports when I really don't fuck with sports like that. But it was uh, it's the drama of it. I liked it. It was a cool little you moment. Just man. negated our whole conversation. Nah, I didn't man. negate it. I'm just there's, there's people out there listening to this that no was doubt. into that story. No day. <laughs> no, that listen, I appreciate your investment. <laughs> And uh, we appreciate that. Let's, so, so what you want to talk about, man? I'm talking. I'm chilling. You told me you read it. This is what I want to talk about. You had a. You told me you had another. You had a celebrity encounter on the train. So what happened? Who'd you run into? Uh, I ran into my man, man, Tyrion Lannister. From okay, the Game of have, Thrones. You're gonna have to explain that for people that don't watch Game man, of Thrones. They, I mean, I don't know his real name. Peter. What's his real name? Peter Dinklage. Peter Dinklage, yeah. Dinklage. The little person. The little the little man from Game of Thrones. Okay. Who be, you know what I'm saying? He be getting all the he getting all the chicks in the um in the show. Yeah, I heard he's a beast yeah, on the he, show. He, he, he killing shit out there. Really? So, so, so I'm in a train station, right? Ali Muhammad celebrity encounter. Celebrity encounter. <laughs> Let's see how this one goes. <laughs> <laughs> so go ahead. So I'm in the train station and shit, and um and I was meeting my wife. And so I see a little person getting on the train with a little girl, and I can't see with I, a little person girl. No, uh, with a little girl, like okay. a, like his daughter. Okay, and um, <clears throat> and I can't see his face, uh -huh. but you know, 
you see a little person in the head, I was like, man, that looked like Terry and Lannister. I'm telling my <laughs> wife that <laughs> said about every other little person in the game. Go ahead, no, I'm, sorry. I'm just saying, I was like, that looked like Terry. From the back, you see it, it was like, that looked like the guy from Game of Thrones. <laughs> Shit! And for real. Go ahead. So then, so, I, so he sit down, I get in, I turn the corner in the train, and I sit down, and I'm right in front of him. I'm like, oh, shit, that's mother, that is motherfucking yeah. Terry. See, I sit across from each other. Straight across from each other. So uh-huh. I'm like, okay, you know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. So I'm waiting for him you know, to give me the, the eye contact and shit so I could, you know, give him the shout. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? You know, he avoiding it for a second, but then he look up, you know what I'm saying? And I give him, you know what I'm saying? I give him the thumbs up and shit. Uh-huh. <sighs> <laughs> <laughs> what happened? <laughs> Man, that man, like, man, I ain't got time for this bullshit. The nigga didn't even acknowledge your thumbs up? He saw it. He looked at your thumb and did what? He's like, all right. Turned his head and did some shit with his daughter. (laughs) Damn it. Now, (laughs) this makes you owe it to a celebrity. Nah, nah, I mean, I got plenty of good celebrity stories, Okay, but this this uh, fresh. (laughs) So I'm about to start questioning your approach now. Nah, man, you you, you know my track record, player. (laughs) (laughs) This cat is out here menacing. You know my track record. I got a question. But you know what I'm saying? He was with his daughter. You know what I'm uh, saying? So I, you know, he got, you know, he was yeah. like, he looked like he was having a little backpack situation. Right. You know what I'm saying? He could have at least acknowledged the thumbs up. The thumbs I, up ain't that intrusive. He might have gave it with a with a kind of like a little eye roll type of. Oh, he hit you with the eye roll. Like a, like you know what I'm saying? Like I'm, I'm tired of this. Like I'm about sick of this shit. Yeah. You know what man. I'm saying? And you know, I was gonna snap his ass out of just out of spite. Don't fuck with that one. <laughs> but I was like, you know, I was like, Cat Williams situation. I, I, yeah, I ain't want to. I ain't want to. You know, disrespect this kid, no shit like that. I was like, yeah, I'm gonna leave him alone. Yeah, let him live. On about his day, man. Oh shit. Got off in Brooklyn. Now my thing is, I wonder, is being famous for a little person redundant? Because they already like motherfuckers is already like looking at them all in the face and shit. All like, the time. And all shit. the time. Like there's right. always this old glee or this like weird fascination with just their presence. Right. Now you faint, you know what I mean? Like he maybe famous, famous, maybe, man. yeah, maybe he's been through with this shit for years. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Maybe he's just maybe he's just trying to work. Yeah. Take care of Trying kid. to stay cool. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I don't know. Yeah. But I'm still fuck with him on the Game of Thrones and shit, man. You know what I'm saying? But you know, I just won't holler at him no more in the real life. Funny thing is, I know you said Spike did some wild shit to you too. I was listening to a but, podcast. But with Spike, he a brother. No, no, no. I, he, I guess he is a little person too, though. Ah, uh, <laughs> damn. He might, right. You know what I'm saying? I might have, I might have a thing with the little people. Maybe, maybe you just too, too imposing. I'm too tall and shit. Maybe, you know, but little. you were seated with the with the train situation. Who knows? I don't know, man. I don't know, man. I don't mean no harm, man. But I'd heard the I heard a similar story. One of the guys from Flatbush Zombies was on uh I think the Rap Radar podcast and he said he ran up on Spike Lee in uh <laughs> in Flatbush or somewhere and Spike was not showing him no love. <laughs> so I right, so now that that goes against his credit too. You know what I mean? So any no doubt, man. man. Maybe he was tall too, man. Spike might not maybe man, unless you Jordan. You, know uh, you ain't no Jordan. Fuck you. Yeah, fucking way. <laughs> what else is good, man? Shit. Some of these, uh, you know, what I'm these deliver meals and shit. Oh, you talking about these these meals in a box? Yeah, I'm into that though. Like blue? Pl- are you into it? I, I haven't done it. But, I haven't done it either. But, I'm kind of curious. But I, I'm the type of person that need that kind of shit. I think I'm that type of person. I feel like because I'm always. 
last minute with, damn, what should I eat, right? Right. And I wound up buying some bullshit via delivery. But this is the thing. I think I'm the type of person that, you know, I'll be excited about the meal, and then when that shit comes to me and it needs to be cooked, I don't really want to do that shit. No well, more. you know, as a as a parent and shit, Go you, you're going to have to do some cooking. Uh, okay. But see, again, just like with myself, I ain't going to think about that shit until I'm already hungry, to right. the kids already jumping up and down, like, what's up, what's for dinner? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And then I'm already, I'm in the middle of some shit. I got about three, four things going on. You know what I'm saying? You might not have the time to be just thinking about what can I throw together. Yeah. So my default, you know what I'm saying, is always, a, you know what I'm saying, I could make a quick spaghetti. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But which, see, which becomes redundant. Yeah, okay. You know what I'm saying? And then you don't want, I don't want to eat the shit, you know what I'm saying, after a while. Okay. If somebody, if somebody just say, oh, here are the ingredients. Okay, that's all you got to do. You know what I'm saying? That makes life a lot easier. Yeah. You know it, it makes it a lot easier if you went to what they throwing you. Because this is the thing. Like, I've looked at some of these- You don't get paint. to choose? I mean, you might get- It's a limited selection of what you could choose oh, yeah. from. So it might be some shit, some, you know, Chilean carp oh. or something like- Something that you like, I'm never going right, to fucking right, right, cook. Right, 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 I'm, right. I've never even considered this shit, but- right. I done paid for it. Let me see what right, this is right, about. Right, it becomes right. a fuck. It goes from being dinner to damn near like yeah. a science project. Science project, damn blind date with food. Exactly. Who knows what's going to happen? I've been on the, you know, Whole Foods be having some prepared scenarios. It's actually prepared already. They did the cooking. They did the cooking. Oh, you know what I'm saying? saying? All you got to do is put it in the oven, warm it up. It yeah. has a little pack, like, you know what I'm saying? They have like a pasta and chicken yeah. or like a spaghetti and meatball scenario. And just gotta put that shit in the oven. I, I, I go do that. To, I go to those quick because it it feed everybody nice. Yeah, and it's shit like eleven dollars. I'm like, hey, word, that shit's in budget. That shit is better than fast food. Because by the time you got you got five people to feed, at least you know three kids and yourself. If you know my like wife at worst, nigga, that's four. That's shit. That's four dollars at the McDonald's. Thirty something dollars. Yeah. So Popeye's got that five dollar box going on man, right now. You can't now. fuck with the Popeyes. That should kill you, but you know, <laughs> once be under a budget. quarter, <laughs> be dead to the motherfucker. But you could afford that funeral. But, but shit, I'm so bad. I be, I was, my, I was like, shit. I might need to order me some of that Soylent shit. Who? Soylent. You ever heard that shit? I think I've seen it. It's like soy mint, soy nah, milk. Nah, it's like a motherfucking some Silicon Valley ass motherfucker. Who you know be coding and shit? Some old Silicon Valley ass motherfucker that be coding. You be coding and shit. You know what I'm saying? You ain't got time to be cooking. Okay. You coding and you broke and shit. You trying to get that startup going. Right. You know what I'm saying? You first day in the wild. They came up with a formula because you know he was in one of them situations. He got a whole bunch of roommates. They coding and trying to get a startup. He's like, you know what I'm saying? He broke the shit down scientifically. What do I need to what? nutrients do I need every day to basically survive and thrive as a human? And it's not like a coding. Yeah, definitely definitely hack. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Who says that? Who breaks the shit down to the nutrients? Right. So you know what I'm saying? He basically hacked the shit I don't even to know where nutrients he broke like he he ordered all of the nutrients in various forms. Who where you order nutrients? Nutrient.com? They got everything out there in the world, man. <laughs> I gotta get my nutrient plug. Yeah, so he, go ahead. So he 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 built a little concoction yeah. of, you know, with powdered nutrients and shit and uh-huh. made a fucking drink that he right. could drink. And it'll, uh, you know what I'm saying, be a whole motherfucking situation. He made a nutriment. 
but to the next level. <laughs> okay. Like some shit you're supposed to be able to live off of. Uh, okay. You know what I'm saying? And, and so supposedly this shit, you know, this shit is flying off the shelves. Everybody into it. Yeah, how much it cost? I don't know. I, I, I <laughs> it can't was, be too know, expensive. No, nah, I, I was like, you know, what I'm saying maybe they got it. They got it. You know, they trying to make it like you know, the, you know, everybody's the Uber or everything. So they got a subscription model to the shit called Solvent. Uh, Soylent. Soylent. Yeah, it come the the name come from some movie where they they was making the shit and people was in the future was living off the shit. They, that shit sound crazy. And they found out it was made of dead people and shit. But oh, where <laughs> well, that's that's what that's what the name come from. But that's anyway, crazy. I was like, shit, that's some shit that I actually need. Don't look like it tastes good. I don't know if I could drink a meal. Like if I drink a meal, it don't feel like a meal. No, nah, it's not. But you know what I'm saying. And that. I just wanted to try the shit just to, you know what I'm saying? See what it's about. Be in that situation. I never commit to it, but just when you're in those situations where you have got yourself into a quandary of, damn. I'm hungry as shit. I'm hungry as shit. I'm yeah. really about to just eat some fucking crown chicken. Yeah. Which is- <laughs> Some bullshit. Which is yeah. worse than Popeye's. Yeah. yeah. <sighs> Man. You know what I'm saying? At least, can I get some nutrients and shit? <laughs> Let me look online, <laughs> see what my nutrient, what is my nutrient shake? You know what I'm saying? It's just, like for me, if by the time when I f- all the way figure it out, my first luxury going to be somebody to cook for me. You know what I'm saying? Mm. That's, that's, I, I interviewed Dame Dash, which mm-hmm. was actually the cover that I pivoted to when we was in that situation. Uh-huh. And when we was interviewing Dame, he had a he had a chef. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. He had the diabetes. You know what I'm saying. So, mm-hmm. so the chef. You know what I'm saying. And the diabetes. You know. You know. <laughs> you you know, know. In the black community, the sugar. You don't. You don't. It ain't real until it got the in front of it. Or an s at the end of you it. You know what I'm saying. Yeah. You know what I'm saying. Yeah. The you got if if your business ain't got the in front of it, your <laughs> shit ain't shit. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying. You gotta respect this. You, <laughs> you gotta respect this ailment. This is the diabetes. The diabetes. Yeah. The Walmart. The essence. The vibes. Whatever. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying. You get the. You done made it. Uh huh. But you know what I'm saying. You could tell he working just like how I work. You know what I'm saying. You just plowing through the shit. You ain't thinking about shit. But right. then at a certain point, the chef Somebody. just break in like, hey, hey, time you know, for you to eat. Time to eat. You know, here it is. Whoop. Take the shit off. Oh, you know what I'm saying. Like, damn, I need that shit in my life, man. Damn. You know what I'm saying? Because that would happen to me, and it'll be a, it'll be a whole situation. So that's your ultimate luxury. That ain't the ultimate, but that's the first. The first. What would be your first joint, Chris? If you get, I actually like the the personal chef idea. That's pretty. Personal nice, chef actually. is pretty yeah, good. That's cool. I like a driver though. No, I wouldn't no. mind a driver, no, like no. to you know what I mean. A driver's kind of mean, especially during the day in New York City. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like to. I wish I had a motherfucker just to sit in the car while I just, you know what I mean, <laughs> run up here and handle some business. No that's doubt. that's what I'm thinking, cause my but I would love to have a driver. That nah, would be kind of no fresh. Doubt. I think the driver driver is gonna be my one of my last two luxuries. Oh, damn. You know what I'm saying? Mm. When I get old, I just want somebody to come through and ride me out. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know what I'm saying? Just to be out in the world a little bit. You know just take you around, yeah, keep yeah, you in the know, streets. Yeah, just, you know, <laughs> let's go see some shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I don't want to sit up in this motherfucking house. So you want to be like the old dude that's still in the wheelchair that they be pushing around. He don't really talk no more, but he just see it all. I hope I don't be Do in the wheelchair. Do you want to go? <laughs> <laughs> I ain't mean, I mean it like that, but you know, like after... 
After a while, will people live for a long time? Yeah, I want to talk. I, I, <laughs> no, shit, I want to be, be out in the world. I'm thinking more like, Quincy Jones than, okay. than, <laughs> than whatever somebody. Because yeah, yeah. right. there's those cats. You see it. You see them cats that, you know, they still living, but they ain't really living. But they, right. on, they on set. They there. They around. Right, right, right. They right. seeing everything. And everybody respect them. What up, Pop? You good? Right. Yeah. You know nah, what I mean? I ain't, I ain't, I ain't that. talking okay. about that. I'm talking okay. about that. <laughs> I'm talking about vibrant. You know what okay. I'm saying? I'm you talking about be, oh, in mean? the moment. Yeah, I want to be, you know what I'm saying? Have a conversation with you. You know what I mean? Get some of that young energy. I mean, okay, young blood. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, I'm thinking more Quincy Jones with it. Oh, all right, all right. <laughs> I liked your podcast back in the day. <laughs> nah. <laughs> Nobody want to be that, but damn. <laughs> Can't talk. Yeah, man. Oh, it's terrible. Nah, but even if even if I'm like that, you know, so I still want the luxury of being able, you know what I'm saying, something come through and ride me out, man. Yeah. Let's, let's ride out for a second. Let's go around, see and, what's popping. You know, that last luxury is that home health aid. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so they don't have to send your ass to, to, the, to, hospital. The, to the home. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Let yeah. me die at my house. Yeah. Shit. You know what I'm saying? That's the last luxury nigga. Hopefully want. you get a patient one, because some of them they be beating on the, the older people. You know that shit. You see them little you see them little behind the scenes. That's what they put me with the worst of the worst. <laughs> I'm just saying all I'm saying is fucking up a vision. Prepare for the worst. Fucking up a vision. I'm talking about my bad. Little nice way, you know what I'm saying? Hey, hey, Mr. Muhammad, how you uh, doing? Okay. All right, now. Well, you wanna fix it. <laughs> you know Instagram model No, not like that. <laughs> Some scrubs nah, on. Nah, hey. I want no know how I want my know how I want my home health nurse to be. Uh oh, I want my home health nurse to be like them old bartenders from back in the day that know you drink come in oh like hey, a bar maiden hey baby uh, okay, okay. You, you want your regular yeah yeah, yeah I'm on my regular yeah. you know what I'm saying real hip cool. yeah, real hip real cool know uh, your shit know how to treat a motherfucker coming through the yeah, door customer yeah. service on point yeah you know okay. what I'm saying make you want to spend some more money up in there okay yeah, yeah, so that's like that like that you know what I'm uh, saying she ain't gotta be the prettiest of them all she just gotta have she a just nice gotta have some, some, you know what I'm saying good energy by the good side. energy there you go you know I can dig it I hear that shit yeah, damn good Fucking up my yeah. old age vision. <laughs> no, I just seen too many videos of like some old, you know. That's what I'm trying mother. to. That's what I'm trying to prepare against. Yeah, yeah you don't want that. That old people abuses. Ooh, it's terrible. Anyway, <laughs> that's a downer. <laughs> Uh-huh. <laughs> Only cause you made it one. I've been listening, man. <laughs> I can't tell y'all what kind of space I'm gonna be in when I do this. Sometimes, man, I've been thinking a lot of negative shit. This, wow. But it is. I don't know. Like, I'm fucking like what? Not negative shit, but you know, I'm just. I don't know, man. You on your your Larry David, your Barry David moments. Man, I'm just out here living life and looking at it through a different lens sometimes. No doubt, you man. Yeah. You need that lens sometimes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You gotta, but you know. You gotta be careful about your lenses because no you, you want your vision. You want your vision to be, you know, forward. You understand? Nigga, sound, <laughs> sound like a jazz cat, dude. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna be honest with you. I just really slowed the cadence down. I didn't know where I was going with what I wanted to <laughs> like, say. Like you was about to hit the J. <laughs> when you make it sound yeah. deliberate, yeah, you know, if you want your vision. I was exactly like you hit it. You know what I mean? I was watching Dick Gregory on The Breakfast Club, 
And he's a legend. He's an right. icon. See, he's still but around. He's, he's still, still around. He's still but Dick Gregory will give you a little bit of the meanders. <laughs> <laughs> but he going to give you. But the thing is, he's an OG. So you got to give it the respect. No doubt. But it's like, you know, when you're trying to follow along and you're like, well, what? All right, now, wait a minute. This is yeah. third, the third tangent. They yeah. hit you with the, huh? <laughs> hit you with that to hey. make sure you li- you're paying attention. Huh? Hey. Like, uh, I, yeah. <laughs> hey, yes. but when you when fucking with them OGs like that, that's how I know I'm gonna be one of them. When you fucking with them mm-hmm. and they go on them tangents, yeah. the best shit be in them tangents. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's you, the wrinkle you, in the story. You talk about them old, when you talk to them OG, they'll give you all the good shit. Like, damn, that's what happened. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. shit. Uh, you well, know, we, were, we was in Paris, you know what I'm saying, 1964, and you know, we ran into, you know what I'm saying, such and such and them over there. Well, that's good when the tangent pay off. Yeah. Sometimes yeah. the tangent just lead to, yeah, you know, just the end of a. Regular, just, yeah, you guys just, ain't got no patience. Yeah, yeah I guess. <laughs> I don't want you around when I'm old. Not no, nigga, no young nigga like get you. Get to the point. Yeah, get this nigga out of here. <laughs> I'm saying, when you old, you don't got the patience like that. <laughs> if you don't get this motherfucker, he is killing my vibe. <laughs> you know what I'm Give me the, the, you know what I'm saying, the inquisitive young motherfucker. Hilarious. Ah, <laughs> uh, shit, man. Shout out to AI. Shout out to Shaquille O'Neal, no Allen doubt. Iverson, Shaquille O'Neal being inducted in the NBA Man. Hall of Fame. AI Yao Ming as well. Hey, ain't nobody think about that. <laughs> no, but you know hey, Yao AI, Ming. AI must have. He, he had to. He, the, you know what I'm saying? Because it could have went a totally different way for AI. You know what I'm saying? What when you they mean? when they when they shipped his ass out of the NBA to Turkey to when he you know went to Turkey and all that he didn't retire in the NBA. Right. You know what I'm saying? He could have, you know what I'm saying, not have been prestigious. They could have shit on him. They could have shit on him and not put him in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Somehow, you know what I'm saying, they let him come back. Remember they let him come back to sign on to Philly? Oh, right, 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 right. He retired right, from right. Philly. Okay, yeah, So, that's you know cool. what I'm saying, they, they, somebody left the door open for him. Looked which out. Which was, was a good look, you know what I'm saying? Because the man deserved it, you know he what I'm played, saying? He played with all his heart. That yeah. motherfucker would throw his whole shit at Like, he would go hard. You right. can't, you know, so... That's the least you could do is give that man back the same same love that he gave the game. But a lot of times when you don't play the game they don't, by their rules, they don't, nah, dog. But they gotta respect the fact that he changed the game too, because he definitely at least changed the sensibility of the game. No doubt, he changed a lot of shit in the game. But you know? A lot of times when you don't play along, yeah, he 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 was he was able to not play along, do that shit his way, and still you know what I'm saying, get the props in the end. I think the NBA might be a little bit more forgiving than like, like the Major League Baseball. <laughs> Major League Baseball, boy, they seem like they hold grudges. Like a motherfucker. <laughs> they ain't fucking with you. I think all sports hold grudges. I'm just saying, like, he made it through, man. Yeah, he did it, man. He made it through. He changed the game. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. He made it. You know what I'm saying? They, they changed a lot of rules because of this cat. You know what I'm saying? They, they enforced the dress code because of him. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. They created the dress code. That's why LeBron and all the niggas became fashion icons. And right, shit right, because, right, right, right. Because of the dress code change. That also opened up for Jay Z to do change clothes and get everybody in them big ass Robert Graham button downs. No doubt, and that, yeah, and and it opened the lane for a lot of those stylists that was working yeah. with the artists yeah. to, to pivot to NBA. That's yeah. why all these cats looking like this. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Because yeah. you playing eighty some games, you ain't got time to shop. 
That's yeah. why cats had them six button suits. Like just six like, button hey, suits, man, whatever, sipping on soy. Whatever the nigga came through the locker room with, you know what I'm saying? Yo, we got them suits, man. <laughs> Let me measure you up. <laughs> he got him, got him hustling like it's a barbershop. Yeah, he got real. DVDs, and long ass suits. Yeah, you, you know it was a suit, man. Came through the NBA. <laughs> the same one that invented the six button suit. <laughs> oh man. Hey, man. I think it's time to transform and roll out. Man. Hey man. Let's do it. <laughs> Where you gonna be at, man? man? I'm gonna be at the damn lab. I done made my, I done repainted my office, did it over, man. I'm excited about it. So I'm gonna be up in that motherfucker, cranking out the new site. You know what I'm saying? Getting prepared for the launch. Oh, uh, shit. You know That's what I'm saying? Dope. Yeah, yeah. And then I'm, shit, this, this Friday, I'm gonna be in the Casablanca celebrating. For what? Oh, celebrating your 10 yeah, years? Yeah. You know All what right, shit. I'm gonna be in the Casablanca. So if y'all want to come through, check me out at the Casablanca. Oh shit! In Bed Stuy on Malcolm X at the corner of McDonough and Malcolm X. Oh shit! So you know what I'm saying? I ain't gonna have no stage or no mic. Uh-huh. I'm gonna be up in there talking your shit. I'm gonna be talking my shit, holding down a corner. Ten years strong. Nah, That's man. what's up. Well, listen, if you're listening to this on release day, I'm gonna be at Stand Up New York tonight at eight o'clock. And then for the people outside of New York. Specifically, those people in Arlington, Texas. I'm going to be at the Arlington Improv on April 29th that weekend. I'm going to put up the ticket link on DamianLemon.com. And, uh, shit. Catch me there. You know what I mean? We're going to have a good time. But as always, tell a friend to tell a friend. Thank you for the conversation. All right, we out. of it all is to be in the conversation conversation